Hey there, story sister. Did you know that your story has a huge role to play when it comes to maintaining the positive flow of change in the world and the healing that we want to see in our own communities? But what happens when we don't stand up and the momentum is broken? Well, stick around because in today's episode, we're going to uncover the power of the wave. But just before we get started today, let me ask you this. What kind of storyteller are you? You can find out with our free 60-second storytelling quiz over at powerherplatform.com forward slash quiz, or just click on the show notes for today's episode. Find out if you're a story starter, a story builder, or a story pro, and download your free story power pack today. For now, it's time to catch that next wave and dive into today's podcast. Are you ready? All right, let's do this. Welcome to Power Your Platform, the podcast for women who are building bold story brands. I'm your host and story coach, Carrie Ramsey. Each week, we'll explore big ideas about brand building and shine a spotlight on courageous women just like you who are owning their story, following their purpose, and changing the world. Whether you're a story starter, a story builder, or a story pro, this podcast is for you. I'll help you move your mindset from uncertain to unstoppable and provide you with the storytelling tools you need to make a real impact. Because we all have a story to tell, and somewhere someone is waiting to hear yours. Join us each week for inspiring interviews, aha moments, and step-by-step action plans that will provide the framework to help you create your very own purpose-driven platform. Are you with me? All right, it's time to power up. Have you ever been to a ballpark where somewhere in the stands, there's a group of wild and crazy fans, and they start up that much-loved ballpark tradition, the wave. Yeah. Have you ever been there? I sure have because I'm a mom of an avid baseball player and also the wife of a former community baseball coach. So I can definitely say I've had my fair share of wave experiences. So if you don't know what I'm talking about when I say the wave, it's actually a stadium tradition that began decades ago. And not all sports historians exactly agree on where the first wave took place, But most of them agree that it started among Mexican soccer fans, so not even in the baseball stadium. So when the 1986 FIFA World Cup was broadcast worldwide from Mexico, many North Americans saw the wave for the first time through their television screens. And the idea caught on like crazy, spreading to soccer stadiums and ballparks all across Canada and the U.S. So here's how the wave works, in case you've never seen it in action. First, one or two fans in the stadium stand up and wave their hands above their heads and make a shouting noise, and then they quickly take their seat. The idea is that the next group of fans to their left will do the same thing, and the motion catches on. Usually it only takes a few minutes for all the fans in the ballpark or the stadium to notice what's happening, And one by one, people start to stand up and wave their arms above their head, give a shout, and then quickly take their seat. 
And the result is a continuous motion that starts at one end of the stadium and doesn't stop until everyone gets the idea and the wave succeeds in making its way all the way around the stands. And when it does, when it's gone that full 360 degrees, it's magic and wild applause usually breaks out. And there's this, this feeling of great satisfaction among the crowd. And then they turn their attention back to the game. If I'm being honest, sometimes it's actually the crowd engagement that excites me even more than the game itself. Unless, of course, my son is playing and then I'm just a wild one woman cheering section, of course. But somewhere in every stadium crowd, there's that one person who is not paying attention to what's happening and does not notice when the wave is coming at her or him. But in this case, let's assume it's a, a her. So you do not want to be that girl, okay? When I say that girl, I mean the one that's looking down at her phone, usually has got her earbuds in, right? Even though she's at a live event, she is not paying attention to what's going on on the field. Maybe she's sipping a beverage or talking to a friend, but she's completely oblivious to what's happening around her. So she misses the fact that the wave is even taking place. And rather than being a part of the energy circuit, she breaks the momentum in the stadium, causing the wave to end with her. Have you ever seen this? It's even more hilarious when it's on the jumbotron because everyone kind of lets out this groan, right? Because we're all wanting the wave to go all the way around the stadium, but instead there's that girl that stops the wave, right? So anyways, there's one of two things that happens at this point, right? Either the girl catches on, right? And she stands up and she waves her arms and she gives out a shout and the wave continues or she remains clueless and the wave just skips her entirely and it goes on to the next person who by this point probably has clued into the fact of what is happening because one way or the other, the wave will not be stopped. So why am I talking about doing the wave today and what does it have to do with storytelling? Well, the short answer is you don't wanna be that girl when it comes to the story wave either. All around us, there's energy flowing throughout the world. I think we can all agree on that because we, whether you call it vibes or positive energy, we're all affected by it on a daily basis, right? But here's the thing. When there's a positive way of helping or healing that's been started by someone, sometimes way on the other side of the world, it starts a movement. And that movement goes from house to house and community to community and country to country until the end result is achieved. So some of those movements are things like Black Lives Matters or the Me Too movement or other important causes that are linked to global issues like literacy, access to healthcare or climate change. There are so many waves. Uh, these are just a few examples and I'm sure you can think of some as well. So my question to you is this, what happens when the wave arrives on your doorstep? Do you get involved by sharing your story and your skills and your talents? Or are you too distracted by your phone or other things in your life to pay attention? The reason why it's so important for us to own our story and feel comfortable sharing it is because there are waves of important messages that are rippling throughout the world right this very minute. 
And we need to do our part to make sure that they reach the right people and have a positive impact. Now, I'm not saying you get involved in every single cause or every message. I'll get to that in just a moment. But the fact is that there are messages that you could be a part of. And remember, I'm not even talking about worldwide movements only, because maybe it's a movement in your own community to save a much loved heritage building or a movement to plant a community garden to feed the homeless. Whatever the movement is, we always have two choices. Number one, we can stand up and raise our voice and be a part of that change, or we can not participate, which slows down the movement and forces it eventually to go around us until it finds someone who is willing to step up and do the job. And really the choice that we make about whether or not to stand up and get involved has a profound impact on us either way. On the one hand, we can say, hey, over here, I've got a voice, I've got a story to share, and I'm gonna get involved. I'm gonna share that story because I know that somewhere someone needs to hear it. And the cool thing is, once we do share our story, we inspire others to share their story and the wave goes on. The momentum continues, the energy spreads and it's magic. On the other hand, when we sit it out, not only does it slow down the momentum of the wave, but we miss out on the opportunity to be a part of something that's bigger than ourselves. And there's an incredible feeling that happens when we plug into a cause that's worth being a part of. Have you ever done that? If so, you can probably speak from experience. And I'm not saying it always has to be a controversial cause, not at all. I'm talking about making change right where you live, whether that's sharing your skills to help a girl guide troop to sell more cookies or leading a fundraiser to get more books for your public library. I'm talking about causes that mean something to you. Causes that have some momentum flowing, but if you got involved and raised your hand and lent your voice to the cause, it would just get done quicker and the needs would be met sooner. Do you see what I'm getting at? The truth is that when we don't stand up and raise our voice, we're really the one who's missing out. Because one way or another, the positive change that needs to happen in this world is going to happen eventually. I really believe that. But in some cases, it gets really slowed down when people aren't willing to risk being seen or are fearful about what other people will think if they get involved. And sure, I'm also guilty of this. I mean, how many times have I sat back and thought to myself, I'm going to let someone else take it this time. Sure, I'm ideally suited to this cause and yeah, my story could make a major impact, but I'm sure there's someone out there who has a better story than mine, a sharper set of skills, a more powerful network. I'm just going to let them do it. And so we lose out on a golden opportunity to build our sense of self-confidence and expand our skill set and be a part of something that we can be proud of. And then the wave has to start all over again because we kept our seat and we broke the flow. So if this scenario sounds familiar, maybe you're thinking, hey, she's talking about me. I sit it out way too often and I wanna get involved and share my story, but how do I do it? 
So there are three steps to becoming a part of a wave and making the impact in the world that you were meant to have. Number one, you need to own your story. And I've talked a lot about this already in this podcast, and it's something I talk about a lot with my story coaching clients. We all have a story, even if it's not big and dramatic. Remember, it doesn't need to be. In fact, in episode 17, I talk specifically about the power of small stories. But the bottom line is that we do have a story. The problem is that many of us just don't take the time to figure out what it is or how it can be helpful to the people around us. And if that's you, then I want to encourage you to reach out to me because owning your story is the first step in making an impact. And if you're feeling stuck right now and you're like, ah, nothing I'm doing is making a difference, then it might be that you're not owning your story. So you need to know where you're coming from and how the life lessons you've learned along the way can help someone else and contribute to the important causes that surround you. And that brings me to step number two, which is to follow your purpose. Because like I said before, we can't solve all of the world's problems. There are just too many of them, and we only have so many hours in a day. It's also very overwhelming to think about, isn't it? What I am suggesting, though, is that we can all take the time to get to know our purpose and uncover our rebel cry, which we talked about in episode six. And once we recognize the key issues that really matter to us, and the ones that we're willing to stand up for, then it adds so much more passion to our daily lives. Because a purpose-driven life is a full life. It's one where we're not bored and we're not frustrated by our lack of taking action. Instead, we're using our story to make an impact for the causes that matter most to us. And that's what happens when you follow your purpose. So again, if you feel like you've got step number one down pat and you actually feel you do own your story, but you're stuck on step number two, which is understanding how to follow your purpose, then again, feel free to reach out to me because nothing brings me more joy than seeing that aha moment in the eyes of my clients when they finally realize how their story path intersects with making real change in the world. Finally, the third step in being a part of a powerful wave is to take action and share your story. And the way I generally suggest that we do this is by choosing one of three purpose-driven platforms, a podcast or a blog or a YouTube channel. And sure, I'm also a big fan of social media, but if you want to understand the difference between a platform and social media, which is actually a visibility tool, then circle back to episode 12 and listen in. And don't get me wrong, by sharing your story, I don't mean you always have to work for free. Now, a lot of the time you probably will, but if you do it right, your own story path should also include paid services, like public speaking or offering paid workshops, whether they're online or in person. You might also choose to create an ebook that you sell on your website, or you could even offer coaching services like I do. 
So if that's where you're at right now and you're struggling to find a way to make an income from sharing your story, then let's connect. Because working with my Story Pro clients to help them get innovative and find ways to bring an extra or full-time income by leveraging their story is one of my favorite parts of this business. Okay, so those are the three steps you need to take, take to become a part of the wave. And just because I know you might have forgotten step one by the time I got to step three, here they are all again. Number one, stand up and own your story. Number two, follow your purpose and identify the causes that matter most to you. And number three, take action and raise your voice. And when you do, you'll become a part of the momentum and no longer that girl who's too distracted to see her true potential and use it for good. Instead, you're going to be swept up in a positive wave of change that's designed to make a real impact in the world. And I can't think of anything better to cheer about. How about you? Thanks so much for listening in to today's episode. I hope it's inspired you in some way to stand up and become a part of the momentum of change that's so needed in our world. Because we can all do our part, no matter how small or insignificant it might seem. And hey, if you're ready to become a part of the wave, let's keep that momentum going. Reach out to me and I'd be happy to coach you through the next phase of your story journey. Until next time, keep owning your story, following your purpose, and raising your voice. Because the world is waiting to hear your story.